Welcome to the Magnificent Vibes Podcast, aka MVP, where we talk sports, music, media, and stuff that you might or might not care about. And in today's mini episode, we're going to be giving our predictions for the Western and Eastern Conference Finals. Yes, the NBA Western Conference and Eastern Conference Final Four is all set. We got the Miami Heat going up against the Celtics and then on the west side we got the Warriors at home and they will have home court advantage going up against the Mavericks now before I tap into who who I think will win these series I just want to say congratulations to all four of those teams for advancing to the final four the NBA final four and also uh, congratulations and condolences uh, to the losers of the second round, the Phoenix Suns, the Milwaukee Bucks. First of all, I want to tap into both of those teams. It's unfortunate that the teams that made it to the finals last year had to get bounced out in the second round, but they fought valiantly. Well, Milwaukee did. I don't know about Phoenix, but hey, shout out to both of them for giving us a good NBA finals last year. And we all know the story with the Milwaukee Bucks. They were shorthanded going up against the Celtics. I think Chris Middleton would have made a huge difference in this series. I did pick the Milwaukee Bucks to win it in six. They had a chance to win it in six, but they lost in game six to the Boston Celtics after an impressive come from behind victory in game five against the Celtics where a lot of Celtics fans was calling it the most humiliating loss in Boston history well that's going to be a forgotten memory because Boston came out on fire against the Phoenix well correction the uh, Milwaukee Bucks and it wasn't Jason Tatum this time it wasn't Jalen Brown even though they had factors Jalen Jason Tatum had 23 Jalen Brown had 19 but my goodness Grant Williams where did he come from oh my goodness Grant Williams had the game of his life 27 points off 7 of 18 three-point shots and that was the nail in the coffin Pritchard also had a nice game coming off the bench he had 14 including a beautiful step back three over Drew Holiday uh, towards the stretch of that game down the stretch of that game but man this was <laughs> this was definitely an impressive performance by the Celtics and they ride high off huge momentum after beating the defending champions and let's just get this out here man it's time to put Jason Tatum in the conversation as one of the best players in the NBA uh, this man just knocked off two juggernaut all-star players and Kevin Durant in the first round and then Giannis in the second round and these are two players who many people argue are the best players in the world well (laughs) Jason Tatum came out and said oh no what about me what about me and so that game that he had in game six was a career uh, signature I'm here type performance that he put on against the Bucks, and I think he's going to carry that momentum into the next round. Now, before I get into what's going to happen with that matchup against the Heat, shout out to the Mavericks for an impressive win over the Phoenix Suns. The <laughs> the Phoenix Suns, man, I don't know what happened with them. They were the most Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde 
team in this series. They play so well at home the first two games, then come back, plays like trash in games three and four, including Chris Paul, who just all of a sudden lost his basketball powers. And father time looks like it's catching up with him. But man, uh, they really needed Chris Paul in this series. He disappeared down the stretch, but he wasn't the only one. Game seven was the most embarrassing game seven loss in NBA history. And it was at the hands of Luka Doncic, who, again, proves everybody wrong that Larry Bird would not be able to play in this league. This dude is just as fast as Larry Bird. His skill set is comparable to Larry Bird's. And look at what this man is doing. He is dominating in these playoffs. And shouts out to Luka. My hat goes off to him. Also, Bronson and Spencer Dinwiddie, who who shook out of his little slump during this series and came off huge, a huge win, uh, a huge performance in Game 7 with 30 points. And, hey, I'm sure Nets fans are at home rolling around in their grave watching Spencer Dinwiddie put up a performance like that after they got swept. But, hey, it is what it is. Can't turn back the hands of time. Got to deal with it. But, anyway, I, I must say, Man, this is an impressive performance by the Mavericks. And, man, they're going into this next round with a lot of momentum. Uh, Before I move on, big shout out to the Memphis Grizzlies uh, for giving us a very entertaining season. Uh, Starting with that first round matchup against the Minnesota Timberwolves. And then everything was looking really good. The series started off very exciting. But Ja Morant ended up getting hurt we all know the story and it changed the momentum even though I still feel like Memphis had a chance to win all three of those games without John Morant I mean they had chances game four they couldn't close it out game five they blew him out by 50 and then here we go in game six and they had a chance to win game six but you know game six clay showed up and (laughs) <laughs> reminded everybody that it is a game six and Clay Thompson is that dude when it comes to game six. And here we are. The Golden State Warriors are in another conference finals. And also shout out to the Miami Heat for defeating the Philadelphia 76ers. Once again, once again, James Harden disappears in the clutch, disappears in the clutch And I know everybody's going to go down Doc Rivers' throat and everything, but y'all should have saw the writings on the wall. This was a a battle that Doc Rivers was set up to lose, in my opinion. This man knew, we all knew that when it all came down to it, James Harden was going to disappear in the clutch. And look who says, look who calls him out right after the game. Joel Embiid calls him out, said he should have been more aggressive talking about how much they should have kept Jimmy Butler a couple of years back and not signed Tobias Harris. It's all coming back to this is all bad front office moves that are slapping them in their faces. And at the end of the day, the fall guy is unfortunately is going to be Doc Rivers, who was put in position to have to coach these players that Philly made all of these huge hustles to get especially Daryl Morey trying to hustle to get um you know James Harden over to Philly and this this is what you got this is what you got so I'm so glad that this trade 
did not fall successfully on both ends. That's what happens when both franchises get thirsty and fall to the feet of these spoiled superstars that ain't done nothing since they've been in the league, ain't won no championships, ain't got it no team to a finals, and yet y'all gonna let them basically control the narrative of your franchises and bring them down and that's what's happening so that's my little rant for that i probably will have more rants when we get back on the mic for our regular episode uh i'm sure ian's gonna think <laughs> uh disagree with me on that point but hey that's how i feel and and also also shout out to joel and b for showing some type of effort even though he had a messed up face and a messed up thumb he still went out there, gave it his all. Just It just wasn't good enough to beat this Miami Heat team. So let's get right down to the Final Four, the NBA Final Four. Who do I have? Well, let's start off with the East. The Miami Heat have uh, basically lost the regular season series to the Boston Celtics 2-1. to one. But we go into this series, and this time... Miami's going to have to really turn up their defense. They're going to have to really turn up their offense because I felt like they didn't shoot so well in that series against Philly. So they're going to have to, you know, crank up those jump shots because the Celtics are coming. And this time, Jimmy Butler is going to have to work on defense. He he was able to kind of chill out the first two series, not really having to do much. Now he's going to have to go into this series and he's going to have to play some huge defense whether it's on Jalen Brown whether it's on Jason Tatum he's gonna have to to get his hands dirty on the defensive end now will that take away from him offensively we don't know he's been able to handle both he showed that in the finals a couple of years ago so I, I think Jimmy Butler can hold his own he's got playoff experience he's he knows what to do it's not like he's gonna be coming into this series and just overwhelmed he's gonna be ready and the rest of those, but the, the Miami Heat got really good role players. They have really good coaching by Eric Spolstra. Bam Adebayo is going to really neutralize a lot of the things that the Celtics like to do, uh, unlike the Milwaukee Bucks were able to do because Giannis had to do so much. But with Bam, he's only assigned to do a couple of things and a couple of things only and he does those things very well block shots rebound and score when needed he well three things and so i thought i i think bam out of bio is going to be a huge uh, x factor in this series he was uh, this is actually i think their second time playing in the conference finals this is a rematch actually uh, from what happened in the bubble and miami got the best of the celtics in the bubble so we're going to see what happens with this matchup and honestly, I think the Celtics are going to get their revenge. I think <laughs> I said it. I did pick the Milwaukee Bucks to beat the Celtics in six in the previous round. But I did say I wouldn't be surprised if it went seven. And if it went seven, hey, the Celtics are at home and they're playing with house money and they ended up doing it. They end up winning. And so now they're in the conference finals. And I said in my previous recording, I said, whoever wins between the Bucks and the Celtics are going to the finals. And I'm sticking with that. I think that the Celtics will steal one of those games in Miami and they will come home and win two of those games in, in Boston. Miami will probably play with pride in game five and then get closed out in game six. I will say this though. They really, really need Kyle Lowry in this series. If Kyle Lowry is not healthy, 
I don't think Miami has a chance of getting to the finals. I really don't. Now, if this series goes seven, I see Miami winning this series. But I think the Celtics can win this one in six. And that is my pick for the Eastern Conference Finals. Now, let's go over to the Western Conference Finals. As I really like this matchup. I actually low-key was rooting for this matchup, even though I picked Phoenix to beat Dallas in six. Dallas proved me wrong, and they came out. And right after that little scuffle in game five and what Dallas did to Phoenix in game six, they kind of figured out the, the, the cheat code to beating Phoenix, and they used it in game seven and just dominated like if I had 99 lives in Contra and I was just running through the whole video game. That's what they did <laughs> on uh, the Phoenix Suns. And, man, this is going to be an interesting matchup. Luka Doncic versus Steph Curry. Luka is clutch. He's showing that he's clutch. He's showing that he's a scoring machine. It's going to be interesting what they're going to do about Luka Doncic. This was a series that they really needed uh, Gary Payton. Gary Payton would have came in handy for this series, but he's not going to be available. So with that being said, I, I don't think that's going to be a, a huge factor. I think the... Uh, offense this this small ball offense you're gonna see it on both sides so you're gonna see a lot of small ball and it's gonna come down to who rebounds better and honestly I think the Dallas Mavericks rebounded the ball pretty well against the Phoenix Suns in the previous round even though and also Golden State rebounded pretty well despite being oversized and outmatched in the front court against the Memphis Grizzlies so I think that at the end of the day at the end of it all it's going to come down to one player and one player only, Steph Curry. This is the series that Steph Curry is going to have to prove that he is that dude. Because Luka Doncic is coming. He's looking to take over the West. He's looking to surprise the whole entire world and have the whole entire world behind him. And if Steph Curry lays an egg against this guy, Oh, man, it's not going to look good. And I know it doesn't all fall on Steph Curry. He's got a lot of different uh, players. But I think the X factor for both teams is going to be Finney Smith for Dallas, number one, and also uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. Those are two X factors. If those two guys can maybe, <laughs> if Finney Smith doesn't have a good game, but Dinwiddie does, that's fine. Next game. If Finney Smith have a good game and Dinwiddie doesn't, that's fine, too. Because Bronson and Luka are going to get their points. They're going to get their points. They just need that third guy, whether it's Finney Smith or whether it's Dinwiddie. And if that stays consistent, Dallas has a chance to win this series. But if Dallas is going to win this series, it's going to have to be in six. If it goes seven, I don't see Dallas. Yeah, they went on the road and beat Phoenix. But I don't think that's going to be the same thing with this Golden State team who's been through been through it all have played in huge championship games they've been in elimination games they they know what it's like they know what it's all about um so i <laughs> i got the uh, this is my pick i think this series is going seven and i got the golden state warriors in seven that's my pick so it'll be a golden state warrior boston celtics nba finals that's it. I'm sticking to it. Thanks for listening and be on the lookout for Ian's picks. But until then, I'll see you on the next one. Peace.